0: You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical and theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Here's today's question.
1: Hey, Michael, this is Ryan. My question for you today uh, was posed to me by a few friends um, recently, and it was um, pretty simple. You know, why do, why do people say that God will provide all the time uh, with money and home resources things like that yet we all know you know homeless christians uh exist and 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 you know why aren't they provided for um sort of transitioning off of that like you know why why doesn't why doesn't god show up with money for those uh, for, for these people but others do um other individuals people giving money things like that um, so that's the question. Hopefully, uh, I, I also sent, I sent you a direct message on Instagram, too. So
0: trying to be uh, a uh, classic millennial. Ryan, great question. Let's first talk about Christian vocabulary or Christian nomenclature. We've got these uh, these words that Christians use. Remember the cartoon years ago that it was, uh, uh, I'm delivered, uh, <laughs> you know, all Gosh. these different things. And, and we had this whole, there was a whole like... Um, Babylon B type thing about the words that people use that only Christians understand. And frankly, they don't understand them. So, but let's go back to talk about provide. I would say, uh, I would suggest the idea probably started with Abraham's offering. And let me just read a couple of verses from Genesis 22, verses six and following. This is where Abraham takes the wood of the burnt offering and puts it on Isaac's back. And he has the fire and a torch, obviously, and a knife, and they walk on together. Um, and Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father. This is chapter 22 of Genesis, verse 7. My father, he said, here I am, my son. He said, behold, the wood, the fire, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself himself interesting the lamb for the burnt offering my son and then they walk on together and of course you know the story where he's uh, you know tied his son he secured him on a pile of wood on, a, on, a, on an altar made of stones and he's about to slice his neck open with a knife and bleed his son and then burn him and the angel of the lord appears and says abraham abraham he says here i am He said, do not stretch out your hand against the lad, do nothing to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And then the passage goes forward, they find the ram in the thicket, verse 14, Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it will be provided. Now, some of us have heard the term Jehovah Jireh uh-huh. or Yahweh Jireh. That's the Hebrew of the Lord will provide. So that would that's the beginning of this phrase. Now, whether Christians mean that today or not, but I'm just going back to the text to say that's probably where we picked up on this nomenclature. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, we have a similar provision. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted. Tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide a way of escape and so forth. So we could look at a number of these provisions. So let's talk about the theology of God providing. He provided an offering. He provides a way out of temptation. Now, to your point, when we see homeless people, poor people, and let me add, mentally ill people, terminally ill people, yeah. uh, people that have made really poor poor choices in their life. People who've been, uh, you know, had had, had injustices occur to them, maybe no fault of their own, maybe their own fault. And we see a lot of broken humans and we say, why doesn't God fix them? Why doesn't the Lord provide? Again, I'm going to go back to a human lens versus a heavenly lens. We are fallen people in a fallen context broken creatures in a broken world. So bad things happen to bad people. There's no such thing as good people. We're all bad. We all deserve hell. So we, we exist in this. Now, let's turn the heat up. When you and I see these people, when we see individuals who have needs, who are poor, who are homeless, who are struggling, the Christian community does have an opportunity to help some of those people and meet some of those needs. But understand uh, the old axiom, you can give someone you know, a fish or you can teach them a fish. And teaching a person to be personally responsible, to overcome issues and get help, all that's important. But our goal is to produce disciples, not just be a social club or social workers that will never uh, resolve the poor issues. Christ himself said, the poor we will always have with us. That That's not an excuse to do nothing, but lest we overcompensate and try to do everything, you'll never stem the tide. So there's a balance there for each person. Your gifting, your calling, your passion. How can God use you and me? So let's go back to your question. Uh, God's not going to provide for all of our ills. We're all going to die. We're all going to be, be sick at times. Mm-hmm. We're all going to have you know bad things happen to us. Does that mean God short shrifted us? Nope. We're broken creatures in a broken world. And faith means living faithfully in spite of that. Even when the Lord may not, quote, provide the way I'd sure like him to, for some of the things you mentioned and some of the things that I'd like to have. If you've got a question for Ask Dr. E, call us or text us at 615-281-9694 or you can email us at question at michaelincontext.com. We would love to hear from you. Ask Dr. E is a production of Michael Easley in Context. The music for this show is composed by Jason Germain and you can find more biblical resources at michaelincontext.com.